The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Saints' 2020 season is over, but this offseason is going to be the biggest, craziest Saints offseason since 2006. Hell, it might be the craziest offseason the Saints have ever had. And you're going to want Saints breaking news. And guess what? The Saints Happy Hour, we deliver breaking news podcast every time something happens with the Saints. And you're going to need your Saints fix. You're going to want to know what's going on, and we deliver it for you. Become a patron for 10 bucks. You get the best swag box, four swag items. Amazing. You get access to the Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in a private chat. And you get access to this podcast ad-free every single day. No ads ever. You need the Saints Happy Hour podcast during the Saints offseason, so do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today at saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody. Welcome into the Saints Happy Hour podcast, uh, our Super Bowl preview. Thanks for everybody joining us. Andrew's going to join us later with uh, breaking down the game. But right now we're joined by our friend, uh, Dave Mason from Bet Online, and he is going to talk about my favorite thing about Super Bowl week uh, when the Saints aren't playing, and that's most years, uh, prop bets. Now, Dave, I just want to give people a little history. I did not realize this. Prop bets for the Super Bowl really started with the 85 Bears because the the fridge, right, was this huge phenomenon in 1985. So Vegas was like, hey, we'll put a bet on if the fridge scores a touchdown, and like people went crazy and bet on, and then this they figured out we can do all these crazy bets, and people love it, even people that aren't sports people, because everybody's watching the Super Bowl, right? So like, are you at all surprised at how crazy the prop bets have gotten over the years? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I, I remember when I started in the industry, oh, 16 years ago, I guess it was 17 years ago, and uh, we used to brag that we had 300 prop bets for the game. And now it's, I mean, if you only had 300 prop bets for the game, you're an embarrassment. Now it's in the thousands and thousands. I mean, we had the player prop software that's just, it's just unlimited what's in there, especially if we can build your own props, then all our unique stuff on the site too. Um, it, you know, it's... It's getting bigger every year, and it gets bigger for for a couple reasons. Hey, you get so much action on it. I mean, during a regular a regular season game, NFL, the props will take probably five to ten percent of the action. Um, for a Super Bowl, you're talking about thirty-three to forty percent. Thirty-three to forty percent of the money could be on these props. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's big money. Plus, you know, it's you know, I I work on the marketing side of things more. 
and uh, they're just absolutely great for marketing. You know, it's people love talking about them, and and we get to put our get our creative juices flowing here and come up with a lot of unique stuff that uh, everybody likes to talk about and puts a spotlight on BetOnline.ag. What's the most ridiculous prop bet you've ever heard somebody throw out in like a meeting when you guys are like brainstorming it? Like, what's the most ridiculous one you've ever heard of? And there's a lot, and we use a lot. I mean, <laughs> we, you know, I, I came up with the one that we have used every year, and it's it's popular, and it, it's uh, you know, I was watching it. When was it? It's probably eight years ago or so, and uh. I, forget i think beyonce was going to do the halftime show or something and so i was watching watching a bunch of her videos on youtube and uh you know i was was watching these videos and i was like well you know sometimes she has cleavage and sometimes she doesn't so there you go i like that 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 that's a prop bet and we can you bet on giselle's wardrobe this year uh we don't have that up this year but we've had that up before you know we know yeah i I bet i bet how many times they'll show her Yep, yeah. over under a half. Um, you know that, that we have that over under half. That's the thing with Giselle, though. I mean, Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl every dang year, so it's like you know, oh, go here comes that Giselle prop again. It was cool like ten years ago or something when yeah, everything no. they first got. Now it's just like stale. It's kind of like you know the thank God we're not doing the Bill Belichick hoodie color anymore. <laughs> you know, because because that one was like oh that's cool at first, and that's like okay for the eighth time Bill Belichick's hoodie color. You know what I mean? So the Giselle pop is kind of like that, but uh, now man, we get pretty crazy. We get wacky. We we uh, and you know, people like betting that wacky stuff too. You know, the, the limits aren't as high as they are regular props, mm-hmm. or of course the spread total money line that kind of stuff. But uh, but yeah, people enjoy it. Do you do you have any like COVID related props? I see some some sports books say you know they say what's the first word to be said COVID or pandemic. I was thinking yep. like prop bets. Maybe you could do masks, shields. Like there was all sorts of possibilities. Yeah. But but have y'all tried any? Have y'all thought of any of those? Sure. I mean, COVID's minus five hundred favorite over pandemic. Um, we we uh you know it's a good example of just how we kind of start thinking up props. You know, I was watching. Uh, I was looking at Andy Reid and, and Bruce Arians and come up with some props of that. And then, of course, the masks are a big thing this year. So I came up with the one last week. You know, and they both got their masks on and whatnot. And, uh, of course, sometimes sometimes these masks fall down. They pull them down to yell or they just mm-hmm. keep slipping down. So it's going to be a race to see uh, whose nostrils we see first. Uh <laughs> Bruce Arians is the minus 200 favorite. Just we, we're gonna see it. You know, Andy Reid. I was watching that lot two weeks ago or whatever, and then that that mask is that. I don't know if that's drilled into his head or whatever, but that thing wasn't budging. So I know he had some problems with the, the shield early on in the season, but uh, I, I think the mask is the way to go for him, and that wasn't budging. So that's why Arians is the minus 200 favorite to to see his nostrils first. I mean, I the thing is though, I feel like man, like like. Like one bad call in the Super Bowl, like I might take Andy Reid, like it might just rip that thing off, <laughs> you know? Because it's, it's the Super Bowl, so all all restraint, all giving a damn about the fines that the NFL would throw down on you, like it's all out the window for the Super Bowl. Maybe I'm just I'm I'm, I'm thinking this through, Dave, because I love I love my prop bets. All right, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and you want to take that plus money on Andy Reid? Then I think it's like plus one fifty, plus one sixty. To get and rooting to see his nostrils. What a, what a fun way to spend your Super Bowl Sunday.
I know. So so I'm also I'm I'm also a national anthem guy. I love to bet the national anthem. So tell me where y'all have the national anthem on on time. Um yeah, I mean we opened we opened at two minutes flat, and uh, let me see where that is. I think we moved it a little bit. Yeah, it, we moved it down to one minute and 58 seconds. One minute and 57 seconds, I believe. So, yeah, um, you know, the, the, that was a kind of a tricky one for us this year because, you know, you Jasmine Sullivan's doing it, and usually, you know, there there's a bunch of when, – when we hear who the singer is, you YouTube that singer, and usually there's three or four samples out there. You know, they did the MLB All-Star Game, NBA All-Star Game, whatever. But uh, for her, we, we, we couldn't find anything, so we just put up a – kind of a average two minutes flat which um you know that that's probably about the average over the, over the years for uh super bowl national anthem and well, my uh thing with, go ahead no my thing with the national anthem this year is 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 i'm i'm perplexed by it because i feel like with the not full stadium it'll be a weird vibe and i don't know like you know on a normal super bowl you can kind of say, well, maybe they'll hold those notes because they'll be pumped up. They know they're they have a giant crowd around them. It'll be cool, and it could be longer. This time, I don't know. Like with twenty twenty five thousand people in the stadium, it'll be weird. Like I don't I don't know if they're just gonna get on and get off. Like it, I I'm I'm uh, I usually bet the over on the national anthem, although it doesn't always hit. Obviously, uh, that's so. This year, I'm I'm perplexed by what to, what to do with the national and like you said, I don't know her, so I, like you can't do you can't do right. can't do the normal research. Yeah, what what I do know, and this is always a fun one for us on the book, and I'm being sarcastic when I say fun uh, they're going to have a dress rehearsal sometime this week and there's going to be a security guard at this dress rehearsal with a stopwatch out that's getting paid a few bucks by uh, some some, <laughs> some uh, you know wise guys that, that let, relay that information so there's going to be money pouring in on either the over or the under at some point this week. And that's when we, <laughs> that's when we know, okay, they just had the fricking dry run and, and it, it's going to go over. That's when we move our odds, etc. <laughs> Happens every year. Always fun. I wonder like how much does that security guard, like how much, how much are they, how much are like, like casinos or shot, like how much are they slipping him? to like or like a source in the stadium to like to get that to get that to get that time down i wonder how much how much how much it's worth. not enough not enough he probably, <laughs> if he probably knew how much money was bet on these <laughs> this, this this anthem i he mean we're talking double. six we're talking six figure decisions and some security girl with this stopwatch out there probably getting paid 50 bucks or 100 bucks or something when he should be demanding four figures you know, last time we talked to you, you said Tampa was going to, if Tampa goes to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl, it would be bad for the books. So how is it now with the Chiefs, Kansas City, how is that going to end up playing out for you guys? Well, there's a lot of moving parts here. The, the, if you're just looking at the Super Bowl future alone, if there was nothing else involved, then yeah, we need the Chiefs. Because uh, Super Bowl, uh, Tampa Bay, we have a big red figure on them to win the Super Bowl. Chiefs, it's a... It's a medium-sized win, but the loss on the Bucks is definitely a lot bigger. But then you factor in the game lines and everything, and, and we're going to need the Buccaneers because uh, 67% or 68% of the uh, money is on the Chiefs, minus, minus three. Uh, money line, we, we need the Chiefs a little bit more, but... 
there's a, that decision on the spread. We're going to want to win that and worry about the rest. Um, you know, perfect, perfect scenario for us. Chiefs win by one or two, so we win the Buccaneers um, against the spread. But then we win the money line on the Chiefs in the Super Bowl future as well. And a low-scoring affair. Plus, we want a low-scoring affair because I think 69% is on the over. And, uh, and and low scoring would mean a lot of unders cover on all those players' props, most likely. So, you know, people bet the overs there. You know, and the, the other interesting thing I was going to talk to you about setting the lines and the, and the, the prop bets and stuff is Tampa. They're playing the game in their home stadium, but it's COVID, so it's only 25,000 people, um, and it's not like their season ticket holders or anything. So right. how does how did Tampa playing in their home stadium and COVID affect – did it affect this line at all? No, I mean, it's neutral. It's neutral site, you know. There, there's no home field advantage there. That's there, there, you know, it's there, – there's nothing going on there with the home field advantage, so – it's it's would have been the same with or without the without the crowd you know and, and the last thing before before i let you go thanks for giving us time with these props you know you talked about your the setting them up and getting publicity and all that but as you look at this nfl season with covid just overall you know, and you said home field was was a weird thing. Was there anything that struck you gambling wise as you're as we're all trying to live through the pandemic? Is there anything that when you look back at this, you're like, oh, that was really interesting when we had all this gambling going on with no with not really fans in the stands. And that sort of affected things or affected how people gambled. Did they gamble more or less? What did you take away from us gambling on football during a pandemic? Uh, people were betting more than ever. I mean, without a doubt, we, we had a great season. Um, the, the, the action was better than ever. No complaints here. I, you know, I don't think it was just the pandemic. I think that definitely had something to do with it. You know, we were all, you know, sitting in our houses doing mm-hmm. nothing for all those months. And then when sports came back in, in, in August, you know, late July and August, you know, action was great on those sports. And then when football came back, I mean, it was just bunch of rabid dogs let out <laughs> out of their cage and we're just tearing it up and and uh you know it, it, you know we so the action's been awesome i mean i, I wouldn't just attribute it just to covid i mean our our business is stronger than ever i mean gambling in itself sports gambling is not taboo anymore um it's everywhere you know it used to be they kind of wouldn't you know you watch these sports shows and everything and they're kind of referencing the lot the lines and the spreads but it's kind of wink wink because they're not allowed when to when i was a kid jimmy a, the greek he used to not yeah, be able to course. do the lines and he'd be like he'd be uh, like wink wink what do you think greek oh i like this i like uh the saints by a little bit less than a touchdown you know like it like they couldn't yeah. it was taboo like the yeah. nfl was like don't say the lines you know yeah insane right but now it's everywhere so um that that helps because more people are betting than ever you know there's not that taboo attached to it you know people are like oh well, it's it's okay you're not a, you're not you, you know you're it's okay to have 20 bucks on tonight's game you know it, it's fine <laughs> yeah. it, it's not it's been fine in other countries for forever you know it's it's we're, we're okay you're not you're not some degenerator people don't realize game. i think in the in the uk like when i went out you know this is this is 20 years ago I went over and I like did a soccer match and like 
the team in 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 London, like they had a kiosk. And that was right. 20 years ago where, like, yep. I literally, like, paid the little girl, like, 10 pounds and was like, I want Chelsea, you know? And I, like, yep. it was like Chelsea did a partnership with, with uh, Ledbrooks or, or I forget what yep. it's called in, in London. You know, it was, a, it was literally a kiosk in the stadium. You could gamble and then get your, your beer or your soda or whatever. It, and that was, you know, 20 years ago. So Absolutely. Uh, so it's just different. So, Dave, thanks again for joining us during the year. People love the gambling segments. I love the Super Bowl. The, the I have all, I have all my prop bets, my my exotics, my Tom Brady. How long will he throw a pass? I have my national anthem. I have my Andy Reid take showing uh, showing the nostrils first. That's my that's my that's my that's my that's my big that's my big play. If that that's your hits. sleeper, <laughs> that's my sleeper. I mean, well, the thing that's your is, five that's your five star lock of the Super Bowl. Well, the thing is, my wife she doesn't like it necessarily because she says it, it gets my son too like, too excited about gambling. But like for a five year old, I can't explain to him like over under right. yards and all that. But I can say, Max, watch the big guy with the Walrus mustache. We need to see his nostrils, and he'll be right. locked in all game. And it's something right. we. It's not just about gambling, Dave. It's about father son yeah. time. Yeah, pick a winner, right? Pick a winner That's on what... the nostril prop. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, right. You can find you can find Dave on Twitter, uh, Dave Mason. Just search him. Uh, Bet online. They're awesome. They sponsored us all year. They've been great to us. Um, so enjoy the Super Bowl, everybody. We'll, we'll be talking to Andrew now. Uh, Dave, thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck to Bet Online. I hope everything works out for y'all, uh, Super Bowl wise. Thank you, sir. Football is in full effect. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we got the prop bets out of the way with Dave Mason from Bet Online. Now we're bringing in Juge to talk about the actual game of the Super Bowl. Andrew, uh, I have to say, this game, and this is just my theory, is if Patrick Mahomes wins this game Sunday, and I know the Chiefs are favored, he is not only the the best quarter he's a superhero because Kansas City they're missing four fucking offensive linemen and i know people are like Patrick Mahomes is a superhero it won't matter but i'm telling you all their offensive line problems like Tampa is going to make his life fucking miserable and i am fascinated to see if Patrick Mahomes can just be like i am fucking superman and your pass rush doesn't even matter. Like that to me is the most fascinating thing as far as like football. Are, are they really missing four guys? I guess they're I'm out bo- of the. They're missing both tackles. I guess I'm out of the loop, but I. I they're they're missing. They're they're mi- missing? Well, they're missing. I know they're. Uh, they're missing four guys. I think the right tackle is moving to the left. They're missing. They're 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 missing. The, the right tackle is a backup, though. They're missing four of their starters that they Remmers. expected to have at the beginning of the year. Gotcha. Is, that's okay. a better way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's not ideal, Ralph. Um, <laughs> I just not, think of the Saints, you know, Andrew. I mean, look, Tampa, Tampa's peaking. Tampa, is especially defensively, 
Uh, they're playing their best football of the year. Uh, I mean, the combination of Devin White and Levante David at linebacker, it's it's like having two DeMario Davises on that team is what they have. And their front is good. I mean, when you combine Adamic and Sue, Shaquille Barrett, uh, JPP, uh, they just got Vita Vey back. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a solid front, really solid. Yeah, well, I just look at I just look at Tampa, Andrew, and or Kansas City, and I think of the Saints. And look, besides the no call, the main reason the Saints ain't won a Super Bowl these last three years, in my opinion, besides that, is their offensive line was beat to hell, and they didn't they didn't even missing guys. They just had guys that were playing hurt, right? And I'm not saying Mahomes can't do it. I I, I still kind of favor the Chiefs. I just think. If Kansas City wins and if they look great, like Mahomes doing this with a patchwork offensive line in the Super Bowl against a good Tampa defense, that'll be a, a hell of an accomplishment. And, and, and the thing is to me, it makes the Super Bowl more, more fun because let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes running around and doing crazy shit, unless it's against the Saints and we hate it, it's pretty it's pretty awesome to watch like it, it's it's like watching somebody do something at a level that we just didn't think was a was doable and I think he's going to be doing it all Sunday night like I think he's going to be running for his life and making crazy plays and it's going to be fun as hell to watch well you know when Tyreek Hill he, he's so fast a lot of times you could just chuck it and he'll go get it <laughs> you know so yeah. well, it, it helps to have Tyreek Hill and it helps to have Travis Kelsey who can you know, push someone off at the line of scrimmage and quickly get open for stuff underneath. So, you know, they have some personnel that I think makes his life a little easier too. But um, Mahomes is awesome. Yeah, I mean, look, he he's already, I think, a, a sure first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, maybe not first ballot if he were to retire tomorrow, but he, I think he's in the Hall of Fame already. So, uh, you know, if his, if his career ended after this game, I, I think he would be in. So Oh, you know, completely. And, you know, somebody made the point about Dan Marino. Like, Dan Marino, he had the great season in, in 1984 where he threw, he threw for 5,000 yards, and I think he threw, like, 48 touchdown passes or something. And then the next year, he threw a ton again, 40. And he never threw 30 touchdowns the rest of his career. So, like, Dan Marino, like, his Hall of Fame credentials were all crammed into, like, a three- to four-year window. And, like, Patrick Mahomes – he wins. To, he's there. Like he could never play another goddamn down, and he's in Canton. Like, and I, and well, I know that yeah. makes sometimes that makes people mad, but that's just the fact of it. Speaking of making people mad, I, I want to say, Ralph, that I've got a bone to pick with all these people out there that are like, we should root for the Bucks because we beat them twice, and it'd be kind of cool to see them win. No, no, no. Fuck I do not. I do not that. want the. Like, first of all, like fundamentally, the whole. I root for Alabama because they're in the SEC. I hate Alabama. Not I'm never me. rooting for. I'm not going to root for the Falcons ever. I'm not rooting for the Bucks. I don't care that they represent the NFC. I don't care that they represent the NFC South. I hate them. I yeah. hate them. Like, and you know what? what Bruce mean? Arians is public enemy number one as far as I'm concerned. Like, like it, it, normally it's always the head coach of the Falcons, and I guess this year they get a pass because Quinn got fired and Raheem Morris is totally non-threatening. And so now, like, Arians, with his freaking bomb strapped to his chest and his terrible face mask and his ill-fitting clothes and his red face because yeah. he's been drinking too much wine and bourbon mixed together the night before, and his whole throwing players under the – like, Arians somehow 
has pissed me off more this year. And I never had these feelings towards him going into the year. But this year, he has managed to piss me <laughs> piss off, off more. worse than any head coach I can think of other than, like, a Falcons guy since, like, I don't know. I don't know that Mike Smith ever gre- greeted, no. greeted me. Dan this Quinn way. never got me this. No. I have Ron Rivera I kind of like. Like, I, I, he's, he's – can you name an coach. NFC South? I mean, I'd have to go back to. I hated June Jones. I, Jerry Glanville certainly is worse. Jerry Glanville, he's all time hater. He's, he's all time. But I get you. Like, I, people are like, I, I root for SEC teams that aren't LSU to get dump trucked in bowl games. Like, that's what I want to see. Like, yes. like two, like what was it, two or three years ago when Alabama got run out of the stadium by uh Trevor Lawrence aka Camilla from the Sopranos like it that was a was, great day that was fantastic it was beautiful. I mean it was beautiful. Like, and I don't look I hate Tom Brady I hate that Brady and Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette like they brought in all these all-star guys and it actually worked like it yeah, all just it just all makes me annoying. sick I think yeah. Brady is lucky as hell everybody's talking about Brady and I I like, they won despite Tom Brady. They won yeah. because that roster is awesome. Their defense is playing the best football at the best possible time. And they're just loaded. They're, they, they are winning despite the fact that Brady threw three picks. Uh, you he know, threw if, three if picks Bre- in like 10 minutes. If, like he Breeze was- ever th- if Breeze ever threw three picks, Ralph, it's a death sentence to the Saints in any yeah. of the last three years. So yeah. I, I just want to say, like, I want the Bucks to lose this game so bad. And Arians, to me, is like this year has vaulted himself up to like, I would say, top five all time coaches that grate me the most, that I hate the most. (laughs) And so I, I want I don't want Tampa to lose. I want them to get bludgeoned. I want them to lose in historical fashion. I want them to suffer either like the Falcons suffer where they have a huge lead and then there's the embarrassment of 28 to three. Or I just want it to be a total skull dragging like Cam Newton, where like you know he gets the MVP, he's riding high, he, he like he's high off the fumes of the smell of his own shit, and then he gets completely owned in the game. So that that's what I, I am rooting for. I want Tampa to lose, and you know I will say this: I'm an LSU fan, so a lot of LSU fans, uh, players on both sides, and I'd be happy for any of those guys to win, and I'm including Leonard Fournette including, you know, some of the guys that Tampa has, but Devin White, but I uh I don't want Tampa to win. I don't either. I think I think Tampa may win though. I think I think it's I think it's going to be close and it's going to take it's going to take Patrick Mahomes being a superhero cuz his line's really beat up and I think Tampa's de- I think Tampa's defense is going to get after them with four and I think it's going to be interesting. I'll say this. The best case scenario if you're a Saints fan, is you like you said you want Tampa to lose in a horrific fashion that it scars them forever and, and potentially ruins 2021 for them or you want them to get skull dragged and Bruce Arians is throwing everybody under the bus after the game and it's horrible like you want them to lose because when you lose a Super Bowl it almost always damages your next season in some form or fashion right um so I think Tampa. I, just, I also heartbreak. just think it's bullshit that they're in the game to begin with. They were yes. the fifth seed. You know, they went. They won three games on the road, which is highly improbable. Like the Saints beat them twice. That they didn't even win their division. 
They're Tam- not even Tom the Brady champs was good of the for NFC a half. South. He was good for one half of football in all three of the playoff games. He was the good. The whole thing pisses me off. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think Tampa, it could go one of two ways. It, it could be ripe for, like, they don't make the playoffs last, next year because, like, all, all things don't go their way, and I think Bruce Arians is reckless. And as much as things have gone well for him this year, they could just as easily blow up in his face next year. But I uh, I will say it could go the other way, which is that they get a bunch of free aid. They, they become the Patriots, right? We're like what we saw with LaShawn McCoy and Leonard Fournette this year, like a bunch of just superstars are like, hey, I'm going to go title chase for a year, and I'm going to play for a million bucks. You know, and, and they just get a bunch of dudes like the Patriots used to where they're like, I want to go play with Tom Brady and see if I can win a title. And they get a bunch of superstars on cheap contracts. That would make me fucking puke. Oh, well, that would make me sick. But I'm going to tell you. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. My early prediction for 2021 is the NFC South in, in 2021 is going to be a shit show. And like 9-7 and seven might win the division. Which is great for the Saints because they're going to have a new quarterback and all that. I just think that the, the NFC South is going to be in major transition. Tom Brady, I know he was good. He, he's on the precipice of it falling apart. The only question is, you don't is he going to stay too long like Breeze did? Because they all want to stay too long. So my question is, do are we going to get to see Tom Brady? Are we going to get to see the wheels come completely off? Because he's hinting at it, hinting at it, hinting, hinting at it, even though they made the Super Bowl. Like, it's really close. So I hope Tom Brady comes back because I want the wheels to come off in Tampa, and I want to see it, and I want to experience it for myself up close and personal. I just feel like the last two years, based on Breeze's age, based on his health, the further we've gotten to the season, the worse and worse it's got. And, and, I mean, obviously it was so bad that he, he was injured and he was out for a while. So that was a thing. Yeah. But even when he came back, you just felt like he was getting progressively more banged up, progressively less effective. Um, and we're not seeing that with Brady. It's so annoying. Like, it's so annoying that this will be his 20th game this season. And he's never gotten injured. He hasn't missed a game. He seems to be playing kind of at the same level he has all year. Uh, so I'm done, like, waiting for the shoe to fall. I, I thought he was done already. I, I thought, <laughs> yeah. based on how things went in New England the last two years, especially last year, I thought he was cooked. And clearly yeah. he's not. Clearly the joke's on me. You know, he went to a place where there were more playmakers. He had more weapons and – Clearly, that's fixed him, at least from a statistical point of view. And now he's in the Super Bowl. So, like, what what more can you say? Like, I, I really can't – I don't know when the wheels come off, but I'm not going to sit here hoping for it. It'll be – it'll be if, Clearly, he's if, a cyborg. If the wheels would come off Sunday and Kansas City would just dump truck them, it would make me a little sad because it would be Spags getting a third Super Bowl 
ring as a defensive coordinator. Um, you know, that's a good point. I didn't. I didn't. So think I mean, like if Brady throws like three picks and fumbles twice and gets sacked seven times, like I'll enjoy it. But the fact that Spags will get all this credit and these hosannas for it, it will make it like. 25% less enjoyable. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, it just yeah, games. I'm, I'm very still, you're, you're actually uh, talking me off the ledge a little bit. If Tampa wins, Spags being embarrassed is kind of a silver lining. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. So, this is our Super Bowl preview. So, I'm taking Tampa do, plus. Do we have any, do we have any, do we have any former Saints? With an opportunity to win a title, we got Alex Okafor, mm. right? In Kansas yeah, City. Alex Okafor. You got Alex Okafor. Um, that's about Cameron it. Cameron Brait. Yeah, I don't. I'm just. I'm trying to. Cameron Brait was on the Saints, wasn't he? As a practice. Squad I don't title? think so. Was he? You got a better man. I don't remember him ever being on the Saints. I, I, I feel he, like. I feel like I if he, he had, had on been the on the Saints, squad. we'd we'd have we'd have reminded the Saints that they cut a functioning tight end over and over again. I'm pretty sure he was on the Saints. Hold on. Yep, he was on the Saints practice squad in 2015. Oh, damn. I don't even remember that. I stumped you, Ralph. They don't even get enough crap for that. Um So I mean, that that, that that's that's it. I mean, I I, I tell I tell I, you what, I'd love to have Cameron Brait on the roster right now as Jared Cook is on the way out. I, I my prediction for the Super Bowl, Andrew, is I hate it, but I'm going to pick Tampa, Tampa 27, Kansas City 24, and Mahomes is going to struggle just enough for Tampa to squeeze it by in the end. Uh, it makes me want to vomit just a little bit, uh, but that's my that's my Super Bowl pick. Yeah, um, they asked Sean Payton what his pick was on Good Morning Football, and Sean Payton's been out a lot this week, like doing the rounds with the media, and I just want to point out that. He had an interesting thing on Good Good Morning Football today, where he said uh, you know, he's talking about Zebra technology, and you know they asked him about how he felt about exiting the playoffs, and he, he kind of was saying something similar to what I've been saying all all along, which is you know he's been thinking more about 2018, you know, in light of what's what's gone down, you know. So I think I think he recognizes like Tampa. Uh, just was better than us on that day. They outplayed us, and they deserve to be where they are. And and 2018 is different because we were the ones that deserved to be in the Super Bowl. So I think I think it becomes a more bitter pill to swallow when you see teams that belong based on their play, and you, you kind of have to tip your cap to them because you're like, yeah, they deserve to be there. They played better than the other teams, um, and so it makes you think about 2018 and the in- injustice of it all. It's almost like. We should be able to get to the Super Bowl, even though we don't deserve it. You know, as justice for what happened yeah. in 2018. Anyway, Maybe it'll... I, I kind of went off the rails there, but uh, no. What Sean Payton said is, you know, always beware of the team that's won three games on the road. And so he was talking about Tampa, and and you know, his point was, and and it was true with the New, New New York Giants. I think both times they won. It's like when a team gets hot. I think this was true of the Joe Flacco Ravens too. When a team gets hot and they go on the road and they win playoff games, and I just think there's this air of peaking and invincibility that Tampa has right now. And so I, I, I agree. My head agrees with everything that you're saying. But in my gut, and maybe it's my heart, maybe it's my disdain for Bruce Arians, I, I, can't, I don't know what's leading this, but 
I still feel like it's a reasonable thing to say out loud that I'm not betting against Mahomes. I really think like what we're seeing develop before our very eyes is the greatest quarterback, the greatest player to ever grace the NFL. And I believe when it's all said and done, Mahomes may very well obliterate all passing records, may may obliterate everything that Tom Brady's done. And I, I really just think Mahomes is in a league of his own, not just compared to the quarterbacks in the league right now, but he may be in a league of his own compared to the all-time greats. And so he's just he's physically I'm not betting against them. I'm not betting against them. He's physically on a different level. Like and he's got all the other the, the intangible the mental, the, the intangibles, the leadership, all, the personality, all of it. But physically, he's on a different level because he's got this he's got this cannon for an arm and he's super fucking mobile. Like he's just and he can do all these ridiculous throws off platform, if, as a stat nerd would say, film film watcher. Um, so it's just it's just fucking ridiculous. And and, and part Look, of Ralph, under- Ralph, you're distracting from a very important point. Like I feel like you're starting to get into territory where you're distracting from the fact that I hate Bruce Arians and that he sucks. <laughs> well, here's the thing, I, I bet on. Uh, Andy Reid is plus 220 to be the first coach to show his nostrils and wear the face mask wrong. Bruce Arians is minus 400. Now, Andy Reid's a tough bet on that because he wears the face shield, and that thing seems like it's welded to his body and it never moves. So I'm going to need Andy Reid to get really, really, really fucking upset, and then I can win a boatload of money. So that's my main fun Super Bowl prop bet. Yeah, I love it. Um, uh, there's so many prop bets, and you know, you yeah. started this podcast with some of them, which are great. Um, but uh, yeah, man, listen, it's uh, it's sad that the Saints aren't in it, and yet I'm not one of these people that like once the Saints are out, I'm I'm down on the NFL and I don't watch. Like I I love football, I especially love the NFL. I'm so interested in all the players in this game, and I I find it fascinating. So yeah. I, I'll be I'll be tuned in, and you know. Obviously, Tom Brady. If this would just be another notch in the belt of his incredible legacy, Ugh. if he were to win. Um, but uh, yeah, he, well, here's the question: If if Brady were to win, but he retires and you don't have to deal with him next year, would you would you take it? I mean, I no, I I want to see. I want Brady to come back. I want to see the wheels come him off again. for Tom Brady. I want him to lose. I want him to lose in heartbreaking fashion, and I want him to stay too long, like Drew did. That's what I want, Andrew. I love it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, like I said, who, he may very well be good until forty-five. Who oh knows? my god! Stop it. So, all right, everybody, this has been our our Super Bowl preview. We'll have the sh- the big show will be on Monday. We're not doing the we're not doing the big show Sunday night during the Super. Don't worry about that. But, guys, support the show. We need your support so we can keep doing this every day, so we can have the funny videos, Thomas. Uh, We need you to support the show. So if you listen to the free version, consider supporting the show so we can keep doing this amazing Saints podcast every day and give you more content than any other Saints blog, podcast, site, whatever. We do more content than any of them, and we need your support to keep doing it. So 
guys, please support us. So for Andrew, I'm Ralph. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see you on the big show Monday night.